This is the Life is Blue Variety Show, the show where we laugh and enjoy life's problems while we're young. Learn to laugh at your problems, because everyone else is, and your host will show you how through a melody of gritty hard truths, along with some well-placed curse words. Viewer discretion's advised. Life is Blue Variety Show. Your host, the mastermind, Chris Blue. That's me. Hey. Whoa, whoa. You know what it is, man. By this point in time, you should know what it is. But in just in case you don't. Life is Blue Variety Show. That's what you tuned into. What's your boy? What's your boy, huh? Can we let it ride for a little bit? Hold on. Wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Let's get it. Uh-huh. Who is it again? Your host, the mastermind, Chris Blue. Yeah. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of your mamas, your granddaddies, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your sisters, your whatever. This is their favorite podcast. Because for some reason, if you just went deaf for 15 seconds, for some reason you didn't know, you're tuning to Life is Blue Variety Show. And I am your host, comedian Chris Blue. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How's it going? How is it going? If you're listening to the soulful sound of my voice, I hope that you're having a great day. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I've been real moody lately. I don't know if, if Mercury is making lemonade or whatever, but I've been feeling really moody as of late. And um, I'm really trying to make sure that I check that, that I check my thoughts and I check the moodiness, man, because I ain't going to lie. Life be lifing sometimes. Life definitely be lifing. If life is lifing for you, make sure that you follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you check us out because we have a lot of stuff going on. Make sure you follow me, too. And I am CJ Blue because I got some announcements coming up very soon and I'm very excited for them. And I hope and pray that I'm getting even closer and closer to my my purpose out here. But I'm not going to be moody. As you see, I'm, I'm, I'm talking moody. I'm not going to be moody for y'all, man, because y'all ain't here to hear that. Y'all not here to hear that. I got a lot of stuff that I'm going to talk about this episode. First things first, we got to talk about Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser. I don't think I talked about him on the last few episodes. Uh, or the last episode in general. So we definitely got to talk about that and what went down while he was in prison. And we're also going to talk about the stuff that's going on with the Georgia Supreme Court and what happened with good old 
Donald Trump had to do with that. We're also going to have a nice discussion, if you will. And I'm going to leave it up to you guys on social media. We're going to talk about social media and relationships. We're going to actually take a dive into that topic because I got something I need to get off my chest. I need to know if I'm tripping or not. So I'm going to leave it up to y'all. And, of course, we're going to have the mindful moment and get the fuck up out of here, ladies and gentlemen, because... This is it. This is the show. This is what you waited all week for. This is the show. I understand. So I'm going to fulfill my my rightful duty. In the hall, if you get that reference, you are a goat. But I'm not going to talk y'all to death. Because you already know what time it is. Uh, oh, man, man. Can't forget the music bed. Heard what I said. Get it through your head. Can't forget the music bed. Can't forget the music, baby. Whoa. 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 Did you hear me? I don't think you heard me. I said, can't make forget the music, bed. Heard what I said. Get it through your head. Can't forget the music, bed. Can't forget the music, bed. I messed up halfway through that. This is why I'm not a rapper. Well, full-time at least. Anyway. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man, because people crazy out here. First of all, Let's get this out of the way. We got to talk about Larry Nasser, man, because uh, Mr. Nasser, if you don't know who that is, I don't blame you because he's a nobody, but if you don't know who that is, Mr. Larry Nasser is the former sports medicine osteopathic physician that recently, not well, I wouldn't say recently like within the last week or so, but recently as in within the last few years or so, has been sentenced to life with no parole because of his part. I don't, I don't want to say part like it was an elaborate scheme. His basically plan and what he did was sexually assault hundreds of children and young women. For 18 years, he posed basically as an osteopathic physician and assaulted all of these women and young children for 18 years. The total number, as of late at least, the total number of people that he has damaged is 265. 265 people. Come on, man. Come on now. So he's already in jail living that. But for some reason, this dumb jar of mayonnaise, this despicable human being, decide that he was going to ask his fellow inmate to watch the girls at Wimbledon. After all that, he's still trying to watch little girls and little kids. One individual took offense to this, pulled up to Mr. Nasser's crib. Well, I don't even want to say crib. Pulled up to Mr. Nasser's, you know, cell and got to stabbing on him. Got to stabbing all up on that man. I can't say that I'm not happy. Um, now, I do feel like we need to say this. We, we do need to say this. We do need to say this. In prison, people should not be getting stabbed. I know how people, I know what people going to say, what do you mean, Chris? In prisons, people shouldn't be stabbed because these are supposed to be rehabilitation places where people go and get rehabilitated. Well, I guess, I don't know. Well, I guess in this situation, I don't know because he ain't getting out. So I guess this is just his life. So in that in that regard, you probably will get stabbed because this is life. You can get stabbed in life. But either way, 
I don't necessarily see anything wrong with what happened. My thing is, at what point are you going to learn? It feels like the SpongeBob reference. How many times are we going to have to teach you this lesson, old man? Because you didn't get it with the life in jail. You didn't get it with none of that. You didn't get it with the prosecution, all of the people even getting a chance to speak to you and telling you what you did to their lives and all of this. That didn't do it. Maybe, maybe it'll take him getting stabbed in prison for doing so. So I have the article pulled up right here. And apparently uh, what he said, the exact comment he said to spark all of this was, I wish the girls were playing. And I guess he thought that was going to be some comic relief. And they were like, fuck you say Nasser? And got on his ass, basically. Um, the Bureau of Prisons confirmed that an inmate was assaulted on Sunday at the United States Penitentiary Coleman II, a high-security federal facility in Florida, and said no one else was injured. The Associated Press, first people out there, shout out the Associated Press. I want to see the damages. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, of course, I should have went there first. Uh, the guy that stabbed him was Shane McMillan. He was previously convicted of assaulting a correctional officer at the federal penitentiary in Louisiana in 2006 and attempted to stab another inmate to death at the Supermax prison in Florence, Colorado. So... He been stabbing folks. He been with the stab stuff. Um, McMillan attacked Nassar in his cell Sunday with a makeshift weapon, stabbing him multiple times in the neck, chest, back, and other place. And then four other inmates rushed in and pulled him off of him. Correct. This is what I wanted to know. Correctional officers assigned to the unit at the United States Penitentiary Coleman responded to Nassar's cell and performed what officials said was life-saving measures. He was taken to the hospital where he remained in stable condition Wednesday with injuries, including a collapsed lung. Cell doors on most federal prison units are typically open during the day, letting prisoners move around freely within the facility. Because Nasser was attacked in his cell, the incident was not captured on surveillance cameras, which only point at the common areas and corridors. I don't think that is information that you should put out. Um, Just say we don't have it. I don't think that is information. McMillan was a 49-year-old. That's crazy. He, he, damn. He say, I guess he heard about what happened. Yep, he said he told workers that he attacked Nasser after the sexual abuse ex, the sexually abusive ex-U.S. gymnast team doctor made a comment about wanting to see girls playing in Wimbledon's women's match. Yeah, so basically, they, he said, oh, he's still talking about this shit? Stab, 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 stab. So, the lesson that we should learn and the problem that we should laugh about in this situation is that please understand that sometimes lessons in life are abrupt and in your face. And if you choose to ignore those, you may get the shit stabbed out of you in a federal prison in Florida. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't shoot the messenger or stab the messenger. I'm just saying. I kind of see a little bit of justice in this little situation here. Maybe the justice system actually got one right. Your your ratio is about 1 to 55, but hey, we'll take the one. All right, we'll take the one. Anyway, 
Let's keep on going. So, the next topic we have is talking about Georgia Supreme Court. Now, I have a lot to say about this one. Because that man, 45, a.k.a. the Teflon Don, a.k.a. Donald J. Trump, that man... I have some of the stops that I've been seeing him pull out. I really think he's worried about going to jail for real. I really feel like we're going to have the a actual president serve time. Like, I think that is going to be serve time right after their term. Like, we're going to have a, a president, someone running for president in jail. Like, that is, that is, if he was hoping to be historic in some shape or fashion, that is something. Because I didn't think that you, at first, I didn't even know that you could run as a president and be in jail. But you can run and you can run as a president and win while you're in prison. We talked about it before on the, on the, on the podcast. But, yeah, man, that is crazy. That's wild to me. But let's get into it because this is a lot. So, basically, what Trump just tried to do was remove Miss Fannie Willis from moving forward with the investigation on what happened the night the you know what January sixth what Jan- not January sixth excuse me, January um what January sixth and what happened before January sixth on January second uh basically everything so what happened was Ms. Willis has been building this case against Trump for about two years now she's basically been piling up evidence on malpractice and what have you things that he knows better things that he shouldn't have did some stuff that you will hear come out during the court case she has been working on this for two years and the investigation basically started january 2nd when she asked when not she when he asked the georgia secretary of state to find eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes so he can win the presidency this dates back to you know when it popped off him running for uh, re-election and Biden running to be president so some of the things that she found in the investigation so far is that Trump attempted to contact high-ranking Georgia officials trying to find votes uh, some of the people that is turning on Trump includes his lawyer his the person he called to form a chief of staff I mean everybody is basically like yeah you going for this one they snitching on him Trump having more people snitch on him than than Young Thug. He's he is getting snatched on. I don't know if that's the, that's the past tense of snitching. Snitched, snatched. He is getting snitched on. Oh, uh, we even she even has stuff on uh his lawyer Rudy Giuliani's involvement in the voter fraud claims. He, he she even I don't know if he wrote this down or Trump is just the worst, the worst planned individual, whatever. I don't know what what happened with this. But apparently she even found a scheme to access the voting machines in Coffee County, Georgia. All this is going down in Georgia, by the way. So, yeah, Trump said, oh, she's going to fuck around and make sure I go to jail. So we're going to make sure that she can't speak about anything. So he tried to have he wrote to have her removed from the investigation. And the Georgia Supreme Court actually, believe it or not, drum roll please i can't roll my tongue but anyway georgia supreme court actually decided to dismiss trump's attempts so not only is Ms. willis still on the investigation now 
we all see that Trump is sweating a little bit. He's sweating. He's sweating, man. But I wouldn't be Chris if I didn't talk about the flip side of this coin. Because let's say, hypothetically speaking, that Trump gets locked up for this. Let's say that Trump... Oh, by the way, before I even go into that, I need to even report that some people even agreed to do interviews with the prosecutors in exchange for immunity. So they are snitching. They are snitching. So let's say Trump actually gets locked up. What does this mean, right? This can mean one of two things. This can mean that people are finally getting sick of Trump's bullshit and they are going to get him out of here, finally. This can mean that. Or this can mean that people are going to still vote for Trump and we may have a president that is in prison actively. That's if Trump has the support he once had. Because one thing I can tell you is that Joe Biden isn't getting this support. I, I, I believe that most people are sick of Joe Biden at this point. I think it's safe to say that we want, we as in people of Democrats, because I'm not a Democrat, let me just say again, not a Democrat, independent, but in a voting Democrat, because I don't want to be a slave, but Democrats in general want someone else to take the reins, because it's questions of Joe Biden is even competent to still be in office and what have you. It is talks about uh can he even make it he's getting older like it's all that right so of course right now democrats want a front runner they want someone to stick to come out and be that person that's not joe biden so far i haven't seen one person that's going to take his place when it comes to this he's already announced that he's gonna rerun so it is what it is um i believe don't quote me on that i believe he has announced if he hasn't then I'm cat. But I think at this point it's safe to say he's going to want to go for re-election. So while that's happening, we have Trump get maybe possibly going to jail and he could win it in jail. But at the same time, you have that man down in Florida, Mr. DeSantis. I mean, DeSantis. You have DeSantis. And DeSantis is gaining a lot of political clout. He is gaining a lot of he's 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 on top of it. I think he's getting supporters. He has some people who really believe he's going to win president. So let's say, for example, people are actually getting sick of fucking Trump and they're done with him. They're sick of what he is, done with him. And they're gonna pull and they're gonna vote elsewhere. DeSantis would win. I think if it came down to DeSantis and Joe Biden right now, DeSantis would win. As bad as I don't want that shit to happen. DeSantis would win because people are sick of Joe Biden on both sides. Democrats and Republicans are tired of him. So either either way, I don't see it. I don't see it working in the Democrats' favor, at least. But that's neither here or there because it just ain't looking so good for him, man, because I think that I didn't think, let's just go back and say, I didn't think that Trump would even get elected. Not only did he get elected, he almost, well, depending on how you view almost, he had a chance to be reelected. 
And in this shape, I still think he has a strong follower base. I still think people tap in. He even got his own app, the whole true social thing. So you can't even see what he's saying until it gets until it's put on other shit, basically. So I think he has the followers and I think he has the power to be the first sitting president to be our president in jail, as bad as that shit sounds. But it's because of the lack of enthusiasm and it's because of the lack of effort I see, I think, on the Democratic side because they're still trying to play politics. Republicans ain't playing politics. They're trying to win the fervor. They're still trying. It's no such thing as political language no more. It is get the votes, basically. Republicans for the last few years haven't even been, like some of the stuff that they have been talking about borders on political. It is just just simple petty shit. You see what I'm saying? But because of that and how fired up it gets their base, it don't even matter. Meanwhile, Democrats are still trying to feed people the same old, same old verbiage, the same old whatever. Even the whole look at the camera like, my fellow Americans. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then... When it all comes to said and done, then what what happens? We try to get the black vote. We go and be like, hey, we'll do this for the niggas if you vote for us. And then we be like, are you sure, for real? And they be like, yeah, we got you. And then we vote for them. And guess what don't happen? The shit for the niggas. I'm just saying, man. This is, this is just not looking good for the next few years. Unless something drastically changes, I would not be. I'm going to say it here, and I don't want it to happen. As an independent party... Don't want it to happen. But I would not be surprised if we have a Republican as president. Within the next few years, I would not be surprised. Just because of what I just mentioned. If any of that changes, I will be the first to let y'all know. But I just don't see it, man. I don't see it. They're going to convince me. What do y'all think? Let me know. Who do you think is going to be the next president of the United States right now? Let's do a let's do a call. Let's do a call. Who would call it? Let's call it. I do it all the times for sports. Who we got? If you think Trump is going to be the next president, let me know. If you think Joe Biden is going to be the next president, let me know. If you think it's going to be DeSantis, let me know. If you think it's going to be somebody other than both of them, let me know. I hear it's a, I hear it's a, a, a whole new party. Well, it's not a new party, but it's a whole new. It's a whole new ideology coming through. I think it might be even a good time for libertarians to get through. They got a good person that can speak and sell them on a story. I think it's up. In, it could be up in there. Who knows? But what I do know is that when I get back from the break, we will be discussing social media and the impact it has on relationships. Because I got something I got to get off my chest, man. I think a lot of this stuff can be avoided. But, hey, we're going to wait till we get back from the break. Because if you did not know, you are tuned into Life is Blue Variety Show. All right, man, salute to Eternal Events Coordinating. If you're looking to make your special moments truly unforgettable, look no further than Eternal Events. From the tender exchange of vows to the joyous celebration of a new life and everything in between, Eternal Events can help you celebrate and cherish all of life's milestones. Whether you're planning an intimate anniversary dinner or dreaming of a grand fairy tale wedding, Eternal Events is your lifelong partner in creating magical experiences from start to 
to finish. They specialize in curating unforgettable moments that will be etched in your heart forever. I know the owner very well and she has a passion for perfection and a knack for detail. She will ensure that every aspect of your event is flawlessly executed. Get your events planned by Eternal Events, man. I know you're sick of getting Little Caesars and ice cream and calling it a day. Level yourself up. Make sure you tell them Chris sent you. Go to Eternal Events for all your event needs. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Eternal Events Coordinating and on Facebook at Eternal Events. And if you have any inquiries, you can email them at EternalEventsCoordinating at gmail.com or visit their website in their bio. Welcome to Life is Blue. We are the leading podcast that provides the most up-to-date news, entertainment, and stories. Our podcast offers something for everyone, which makes us the perfect choice for advertisers. Advertisers will gain access to our large network of listeners and potential customers. We give you the opportunity to target your desired audience and make sure your product or service gets the attention it deserves. Our competitive rates makes us the perfect choice for businesses looking to reach a wide audience. Plus, you'll get access to our dedicated support team who are available seven days a week to help you get the best results from your advertising campaigns. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to reach new customers and promote your business. Contact us today for more information about your advertising packages. Thank you for considering Life is Blue for your advertising needs. Life is Blue Variety Show. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Life is Blue Variety Show, and I am your host, Chris Blue. And I just got to keep it 100 bands with y'all. Um, for some reason, this episode corrupted. Something tweaked out about my editor. Something tweaked out just in the exporting of the episode. Something happened to where basically a whole chunk of this episode was removed. So, because I'm a real nigga and I understand that the show goes on, this is technically take two of all the gems that I dropped, but I scavenged and I picked some of them back up just to make sure that we have a successful episode because just like radio, the show goes on, something got to happen. And when we're not working, someone else is. So y'all going to get this damn episode come hell or high water. What I was discussing was the impact of social media in relationships. I know a lot of people that really are going through tough times in their relationship because of social media it can either be something that is as as simple as likes it can be infidelity people just cheating people just being ain't shit via social media and i just believe that if social media is the brunt of your problem the issue isn't social media the issue is something isn't right in the relationship talking to the smallest level just likes i know one person in particular, and the person, if you're listening to this, yeah, I'm talking about you. Hey, that's just not normal, my guy. Um, that every time he talks to me about his relationship, they're arguing because he liked a celebrity's picture. I think most recently it was Megan Thee Stallion. And his significant other just went off on him because he liked this picture. And even went as far as to threaten to end the relationship because of that. And I feel like if it's that deep, it's not an issue with the likes. The issue is some type of insecurity there, which isn't an issue, honestly. Because if your significant other is upfront with you and say, hey, I have this insecurity. I don't like when this happens. Can we not do this? Can we talk about this? Can we do something? Then it's 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 very easy to, to have that conversation and then change behavior happens after that. But if we're not even having the conversation and likes can end the relationship, 
it's going to be real hard to push this relationship anywhere past marriage or anywhere even close to that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if you're not in a relationship with the intention to get married, you're, you're wasting time on this earth. Um, I say all that to say I'm never going to trip of my significant other likes a picture of a guy. Unless she likes a picture of something that says, fuck Chris Blue in big, bold letters. And it's a picture of me. Then I'm going to be like, all right. But if she likes a picture of a guy, hell, even if it was a guy doing porn or some shit like that, I just wouldn't care because I'm not going to police what you do on your particular social media channel. I don't care. I don't care that much to, to police that. And I feel like the moment you find yourself sifting through likes to see if your significant other is there, you have an issue. Now, I'm not saying everything that happens on social media is cool because the moment you get to commenting on shit, the moment you get to sliding in the DMs and people DMing you, then I got some shit to say. But in general, I don't really like the idea that social media makes or breaks everything that is happening in today's society. I just don't like it. It bothers me. Shut up theme song. It bothers me. I don't like it. I just think in general, people should understand that social media is a mythical wonderland. It's going to have something on there. It's always going to be something on social media to make you upset. That's the point of it. So if you go looking for shit, you're going to find shit. At the same token... I also don't believe that we should validate the relationships that we have as individuals on social media. I don't feel like that that is a necessary step in building and fostering and maintaining a healthy relationship. Don't get me wrong. I understand that some people want to be a pre- feel appreciated in the limelight. Like they want to be showed off. But there's made ways to do that without social media. See, I grew up in the age to where you actually had to walk up to people and have a conversation at first. Only time you ever had a computer was was when it was at your crib. I mean, it was a desktop. You couldn't walk around with that shit. You had to get numbers. You had to call people on the house phone. You had to make sure ain't nobody else on the phone. You had to have a little game. You had to have a little Jenna Saquois about you. So you just you can't just maneuver by diving in DMs and things like that. So coming from that age, I know what it's like to actually effectively communicate. And if you can't effectively communicate in 2023... It ain't going to happen for you. Not a relationship, not a job, not a whatever. But especially a relationship, it ain't happening for you. Because I think a lot of times we as individuals want to be independent, but in a relationship. We want to treat it like I'm just by myself, but I also have this person with me. Like, it's not the same. If you're in a relationship, you should be able to let down all guards. You should be able to have uncomfortable conversations i should be able to be mad around you i should be able to be sad around you you should be able to be mad around me you should be able to be sad around me you should be able to talk to me about what's happening you we shouldn't have any i ain't gonna say secrets because certain secrets i feel like are privy to certain situations but for the most part i should know and you should know what's going on within the realms of this relationship and that does include communication that does include social medias that includes money because the number one reason people break up and end their relationships is because of money and i feel like going forward in the social media age that we are in now 
it's going to be social media that causes a lot of these relationships to end. And we're not even talking about famous people. But that's also a good indicator of kind of the climate we're in. Because when two famous people break up, what do we do? We go check their likes to see if they're still liking the other person's stuff. We go check to see if they still follow each other. We go check to see if they removed all the pictures of their significant other or ex-significant other on their Instagram or Facebook pages. We just nosy as hell. The world is nosy. So because of that, you had to be very selective in what you allow the world to see if they are privy to what you are going to be a part of. I don't feel like I need to do that. Granted, life moments is different. If me and my significant other go through a life moment, I'm posting about the moment with my significant other. I don't feel like I need to say, hey, this is my girlfriend to y'all because who gives a damn? That's not what I want y'all to 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 consume. And if you like it and you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. You see what I'm saying? With certain content, you put it out because at the end of the day, you want people to care about it. You want people to listen to your podcast. You want people to listen to your music. You want people to buy your merch. You want people to do that. So you put out this content. That's what they're privy to. They are not privy to your relationships. They aren't. Now, that's something you're going to have to work out with your significant other, whomever that is. You're going to have to work that out with like, hey, how do you feel about social media? Do you have an issue with boom, boom, boom? This is how I feel. This is the way I like to go on social media. Because the moment I feel like you're going to come to me in my face, mad at me about a like, I'm now starting to be like, I ain't going to lie. I will block you. If you really want to be real, I'm not even going to cap. Um, I feel like if we have issues on social, with social media with our significant other, it's something to deal with, with trust. But if we can't even come to that conclusion to talk to each other about the trust issue, not just the social media, but we can't even talk about the trust issue, I'd rather you just not be on my social media. And that's just facts. Most people, guys, if they say that to their significant other, especially if that significant other is a woman, and like in my past future, that is grounds for getting your head knocked off. But just I'm just saying in general, I would rather not have you there than have to worry about what the hell I'm doing. I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't, I'm sorry. I just don't. I think that's just an upfront conversation that we need to have. But, hey, let me know how you feel. Let me know what you think. Do you feel like... If your significant other likes a picture, let's say you're a, a woman and you are and you are straight. If your significant other likes a picture of another woman, is that disrespectful? Because to me, that's not disrespectful until we start talking about comments. Now, if he's in that other woman's comments like, damn, you know, on some disrespectful shit, then slap him, knock his head off. Whatever you got. Well, actually, no, domestic violence is not, a, uh, not you know, yeah, not supported. On life is blue, but hypothetically speaking, you can chop his head off. Um, do what you gotta do, cause that's disrespectful. If he in the DMs, that's disrespectful. But a like, I just feel like that's just that's par for the course. To me, that's the equivalent of seeing someone in person, and you're like, wow, you acknowledge that person, and then you go ahead. That's the that's that's the equivalent to a head nod when you pass a guy. Like, what up, what up? It's just that. It's just yeah, I see you, I see you too. Boom. That's what it is. Now, a comment is if I walked up to the person and said, what up? And now we have a conversation. That's a little too much. A DM is like I took this person over away from everyone else. 
and like, hey, let's talk. That's a bit much. But a like never was tripping about that. But hey, I grew up kind of old school. I'm a 98 baby. So I technically speaking, I'm still a 90s kid. So I kind of got a little, little older seasoning on me. But needless to say, needless to say, I've never been tripping about it. I don't understand how people do trip about it. Trust your significant other. That's what it boils down to. Trust them. If you don't trust them, then you got to worry. A lot of the issues that you can avoid in a relationship stems from trust. I feel like I would trust my significant other to be in a room full of dudes and she still wouldn't, wouldn't switch up. That's just how I feel because I trust that person. If you give me a reason not to, then we in a whole different ballpark. But if we in this thing and we're saying that we're dating, we're doing this thing, I trust you. And that's all I need personally to be comfortable. Because the moment I waver in that, if I think every time you like the picture, you're going to fuck that nigga or female, if that's how you get down. If I think every time you did something on social media that it was going to be a bad reaction on me, I would say something because communication. You need to be able to effectively communicate if you want to have a long-standing relationship. And you need to have some type of empathy. You need to be able to understand that. But let me say this. If you like the picture of something that said, hey, I've been depressed for the last three days and it's something that just was posted, I'm going to come up to you and be like, hey, you depressed? Because the unfortunate reality is a lot of times we're most comfortable in putting our deepest, darkest secrets out there on social media than we are in having a tough conversation with the person we love. And that's because we are, as people, basically programmed to do that. We see people all the time on social media spilling their guts out on your thread or on your Twitter or on your Facebook post or whatever. They're spilling their guts out, but I'm pretty sure that they didn't even have that conversation with whom they're spilling their guts out about. Matter of fact, I'll go even a step deeper. I've seen families argue on social media when you can literally pick up the phone and call this person like, hey, what's up? This is the whole point of us being family. We had these conversations before Facebook even was out here. You know what I mean? So it's just in general, I've never been a, a big fan of trying to qualify relationships with social media, and I don't think that if you don't, let me put it this way, effective communication is going to be anything that may happen on social media nine times out of ten. The ten out of ten is if your significant other was DM'd by a celebrity and they like, fuck you, which all bets is off. You you kind of can't do nothing with that. But just in general, oh, yeah, since before I even before we get out of here and go into the last break, I, let me just say, stop letting people know when you're about to take a social media break. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares, okay? We don't care. Hey, I'm about to take a break from social media. What do you expect us to say? Have fun on your journey. No, we'll see you when you inevitably come back. That's what we should be because you're going to come back, whether it be a month, week, years. You're going to eventually come back because something in the world is going to happen that requires you to download an app for it, a social media app for it, and you're going to want you're gonna want a piece. That FOMO is going to kill you unless you're just completely out of touch with reality. And in which case, I envy you 
you some bitch. But if that's not you, you're going to download it. You're going to download another app. You're going to be back. So please stop doing that shit. And one, oh, I got to say this, because this shit burns my fucking ass. Stop posting videos of you crying on social media. I don't know who made that dumb, cringy shit. I laugh every single time I see it. If I see a picture and there's a dry tear on your face on Instagram, it's taking everything in me not to comment laughing emojis on this shit. Because you had to cry. Look at it as you edited the cry. Look at it as you edited the description of the cry. And then posted the cry. That shit is the most cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. You ought to be arrested, honestly. You ought, there should, I'm going to work on a petition to get anybody who cries on social media, real life cry on social media, arrested. I bet you I will garner 100,000 signatures. But we're going to take a quick one more pause for the cause because I'm actually going to have this serve as the mindful moment of this week because we have to get to the point where social media isn't the first thing on our mind. A lot of times, and we, well, I'm not even talking about the fact that a lot of times when we even wake up in the morning, that's the first thing we do. This shit is like the new crack, and it, nobody understands that we're all affected. Um, so this is going to be the mindful moment of this week as well as the deep dive for this week because take something from it. The mindful moment is for you to take something from it and go on into your journey. I give you some news, I give you the mindful moment, then we get the hell up out of here. So this week, it's all in one. Plus, my software is acting the ass. But I ain't doing nothing because if you didn't know, you're tuned into yet a damn again. Life is Blue Variety Show. All right, man. Salute to Eternal Events Coordinating. If you're looking to make your special moments truly unforgettable, look no further than Eternal Events. From the tender exchange of vows to the joyous celebration of a new life and everything in between, Eternal Events can help you celebrate and cherish all of life's milestones. Whether you're planning an intimate anniversary dinner or dreaming of a grand fairy tale wedding, Eternal Events is your lifelong partner in creating magical experiences from start to finish. They specialize in curating unforgettable moments that will be etched in your heart forever. I know the owner very well and she has a passion for perfection and a knack for detail. She will ensure that every aspect of your event is flawlessly executed. Get your events planned by Eternal Events, man. I know you're sick of getting Little Caesars and ice cream and calling it a day. Level yourself up. Make sure you tell them Chris sent you. Go to Eternal Events for all your event needs. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Eternal Events Coordinating and on Facebook at Eternal Events. And if you have any inquiries, you can email them at EternalEventsCoordinating at gmail.com or visit their website in their bio. Welcome to Life is Blue. We are the leading podcast that provides the most up-to-date news, entertainment, and stories. Our podcast offers something for everyone, which makes us the perfect choice for advertisers. Advertisers will gain access to our large network of listeners and potential customers. We give you the opportunity to target your desired audience and make sure your product or service gets the attention it deserves. Our competitive rates makes us the perfect choice for businesses looking to reach a wide audience. Plus, you'll get access to our dedicated support team who are available seven days a week to help you get the best results from your advertising campaigns. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to reach new customers and promote your business. 
Contact us today for more information about your advertising packages. Thank you for considering Life is Blue for your advertising needs. Life is Blue Variety Show. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of Life is Blue. It came straight from the heart. The heart, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you're getting the message. I ain't trying to teach to you. I'm trying to reach to you. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make sure you know what's going on out here in these streets. I give you a little bit of news, then I give you some practical advice, and I send you on your way. That's just what we do here at Life is Blue. One more time. Life is Blue Variety Show. You damn straight. That's exactly what this is. So, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you do something positive (laughs) to the episode. Meaning, put five stars, leave a comment, share the shit, tell somebody about it fucking messenger pitching it to somebody i don't care what you got to do we need to spread this good knowledge to a bunch of people so we can actually create some mini masterminds out here so if you can please make sure you follow me at i am cj blue on instagram facebook wherever threads because i'm not on twitter like that threads wherever make sure you follow the podcast at life is blue pod on instagram and life is blue pod on facebook and follow your boy on TikTok at I am CJ Blue. And ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that every single time, every week, every day, that you are living your truth so no one can use it against you. Embrace your flaws and imperfections, ladies and gentlemen. Because guess what? That's what makes you you. Boom. That's how you end a podcast right there. You know what I mean? I ain't even gonna long talk. You just gonna get up out of here. Ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, make sure you brush your teeth, wash your face, wash your ass, pay your bills, drink water, stop caring about what the hell is on social media, that shit is for the birds, but until next time.